Hello, everyone. Welcome to the present show. It's Mindful Pat here. We have Lele. Ciao. Hello. And our special guest today, Karen, who's joining us. Thanks for coming to the show, Karen. Hello. Thank you for inviting me. Thank you, Karen, for me. I'm very curious, actually, about what your story, because you are, you know, you know that this, this, this show started for, with the mindfulness at IBM movement, and it was actually one of our, uh, you know, active members of the community that suggested that you absolutely should be part of the present show because you have a lot of cool things to share. So I'm, I'm looking forward. Yes. So tell us a little bit about yourself. What do you do and how does it relate to the present mindfulness? Well, I am co-founder of a company called Sacred Acoustics, and we create specialized sound recordings that help people get into expanded states of awareness. I know when I first started to learn how to meditate, it was so challenging because I was a busy project manager. I worked with computers in a publishing field, and all I ever had going through my mind when I would sit down to meditate is lists and things I needed to organize and conversations I wanted to have. And Sound really helped me to settle the mind much better than I could do just sitting there on my own. And it's proved to be quite an interesting way to process past emotional traumas. It seems to kind of activate what's already in your energetic system and allows you to really develop a neutral state of awareness that you can address any uh, hidden anxieties and worries with, with more, a more neutral state of mind and that really speaks to mindfulness being really attentive to the present moment and our recordings help people do that as well and included in them is something we call binaural beats or brainwave entrainment it's a special signal that delivers a different frequency to each ear and it's the difference between those two frequencies that really helps to entrain the brain to these lower more relaxed states of awareness. And that's what really allows us to find that, that quiet, still space inside. And once we do that, you know, focusing on the present moment, uh, studying anything, if you're or a student of any sort, uh, all kinds of things can be accomplished. Creative inspiration, that hypnagogic state that we get into with these tones is that state between awake and asleep where the body is profoundly relaxed but the mind is still aware and alert and this is where all kinds of things can uh, start to be accomplished with our very powerful minds mm -hmm. that's interesting so basically you tell me that with the sound i'm able to get into a concentration mode much more quickly uh, but the question is how how the sound is working with with the brain like wh why why is it so well the brain can be measured with an EEG device, um, it measures the electrical signal that's coming out of the brain and it's measured in hertz or cycles per second. And so the lower state awareness, like when we're sleeping, that's delta, zero to four hertz. Four to seven or eight hertz is theta. That's the state that a lot of meditators uh, get into when they are really experienced and can get into those states more quickly. Eight to roughly 12 hertz is the alpha state. That's also a relaxed state. 12 to 30 hertz is the beta state where we're walking around. That's the state we would prefer to get out of when we're trying to meditate or be more mindful. And so the signals actually, the difference between the signals with binaural beats, say you have a 100 hertz in one ear and 104 hertz in the other, 
it creates this kind of wah, wah, wah sound, similar to what you might hear when you hit a crystal bowl or a gong or even a tuning fork. But when you hear that wah, wah, it's that four hertz difference that your brain somehow is translating. And that four hertz happens to correspond to that borderline between delta and theta. And we don't deliver just four hertz, although that is kind of a magical sweet spot. We deliver different combinations of delta, theta, and alpha to help people find that special sweet spot. Is it something that you can uh, listen to throughout the day? Or is it recommended that you should be maybe sitting down or, or laying down when you're listening in certain sounds? Well, generally speaking, we recommend that people use headphones and lie down when they're listening to these. It's a little bit different than what you might think of as traditional meditation, where very often, you know, posture is important, whether you're sitting cross-legged or straight up in a chair. But with our practice, we want the body to be able to get profoundly relaxed. And that is why we recommend lying down. Now, this can often induce sleep, which is not the goal. Of course, it is for some people. Our tones help a lot of people get a better night's sleep. But it's finding that balance. And if you fall asleep very easily and you don't want to, we just recommend maybe sitting up in an angled position or, uh, you know, prop yourself up with some pillows. Some people do do this sitting up and some people do listen all day long. I know one man who listens, he puts his headphones on, but he puts it on a very, very low volume and goes about his day and he finds it helps him with uh, neuropathy, pain that he has in his body. It also helps him to stay relaxed. Some of our tones are definitely uh, designed for people who are studying. Um, one med student we know listened to our whole theta recording for, it was a 10 minute track that he listened on repeat more than 2000 times while he was studying for the medical board exams. And he was able to increase his normally lower scores on standard tests to up above the 80th percentile mark, which for him in the med school environment was rather remarkable. And so it really is up to the individual listener how they choose to listen. We've created them so that they're very flexible. We have 20 minute recordings that people can use just to establish a daily practice. 20 minutes is, of course, the classic transcendental meditation length of time that, that is recommended. But to get into even deeper states and really start to explore into your own consciousness, we recommend a longer period. And most of our recordings are roughly 40 minutes. Some are 30, some are longer but it really does take uh, more time to get into those deeper states while the 20 minute recordings are more for getting into kind of a practice of uh, regular meditation. That's quite interesting. So, I mean, I mean me, when, when I do, um, you know, when I try to meditate lying down, I tendentially have my eyes open so that I don't fall asleep. So perhaps that's something to do but i know that the music is helping a lot you know also in the shops they were doing these studies where you know people that had a faster paced music were actually working faster in the supermarket or if you had you no know, french music you had more french products being bought into there were these kind of interesting studies of how music is influencing our behaviors so i totally believe the fact that it could help um, meditation as well and relaxation into this uh, into this and and is there a kind of music that differs per per person or it's there is some universal 
kind of uh, thing that is, uh, you know, for, for everyone. Well, it's really challenging to say that the same thing will work the same way for every person. As it happens, our brain waves are extremely different. In fact, recent studies have shown that brain waves actually can be used like fingerprints. They're that unique from one person to the next. And so it's no wonder that when we play the recordings, people do have different effects. There's a lot of generalizations we can make based on normal patterns, but or average patterns, but there really is no normal when it comes to this. We are all unique, and for that reason, we include a free download on our website, sacredacoustics.com. Anyone can go pop your email in there, and we'll send you a link to a free 20-minute download, so you can just find out for yourself. Now, interestingly, we've done a study with a psychiatrist in Manhattan. She works with kind of general psychiatric patients, but a lot of them, a common uh, symptom they have is anxiety. And she started having some of her patients listen to our tones in her practice. And what she found was that after a minimum of two weeks of listening, people started to have much lower scores on their anxiety levels. She used a standard psychiatric form called the state trait anxiety inventory, had people fill that out before they started listening. And then two weeks later and other intervals beyond that, she found that people were decreasing their anxiety as much as 25 points. That's a rather remarkable amount. Other people in her practice who were not listening to tones but also filled out these forms only had maybe a six-point decrease in anxiety over the same time period. So just by really empowering people to go inside their own consciousness, it's not just a matter of relaxing. What happened for some of these patients is when – they were able to get into these expanded states of awareness. They started to analyze their own problems. They were able okay. to see things in a different light. They were able to lower stress levels so that they could manage problems in more effective ways than they were previously. So we're very excited about these results. They're currently being written up to be published in a medical journal. And so we're really hoping that, that uh, other people start to realize the power of how sound can really help make breakthroughs in uh, powerful ways. I remember one of our episodes, Pat, uh, there was uh, one uh, of our guys who were sharing, like one of the way how I'm doing my mindful minute is just to listen, attend, like very paying attention to one particular song. And that helps me. But what I learned from Karen, that you also have another way of, uh, you know, being mindful that is letting the sound go throughout the experience, but not focusing particularly on it, but having it as a background. Yeah, well, interestingly, uh, we're all partly made of vibrations. We have mm -hmm. this, I don't know what you want to call it, your soul, your spirit, your essence, your energy body, whatever you want to call it. There's an energetic part of us that we typically don't recognize. We're very focused on the physical body and the sensations we feel and the five senses that we're used to getting information through, but our energy body is a whole other uh, way to access information and to experience ourselves as individuals. And meditating with sound is interesting because sound is vibration as well. And when we also use our voice, we recommend, you know, making a sound like, oh, not, not to, you know, worship any kind of deity or be a part of some kind of religious system, but just making a sound with your voice makes you realize and identify with the vibrations that create who you are. And so when you can 
kind of connect your vibration to the vibration of tones, it's a very interesting way of kind of allowing those tones to carry you. Anyone who listens to music, maybe classical music or any type of music that, you know, we all have unique preferences, but music can kind of just carry you away and it's that vibration. We kind of move beyond the words, the language that kind of limits us. We're trying to get our racing thoughts out of the way and uh, find that quiet space. And sound really can provide that environment. It's uh, really probably best without lyrics. We do include some guided uh, guidance in our recordings to help people visualize maybe something mm -hmm. while they're uh, sitting there in meditation. But it's very little words that we use. The main thing is that People can connect to their inner consciousness, the vibrational essence of who they are. And another aspect of this is some of our recordings actually encourage people to focus on the heart. Well, when we can focus on the heart, it gets us out of our brains. There's a ton of scientific information about the heart that really shows the heart is in some ways more powerful than the brain. It has an electromagnetic field that it emits in the shape of a torus field with your heart at the center. The brain has one too, but the heart's electromagnetic field is 5,000 times greater than the brain's, the magnetic portion. The electric portion is 60 times greater than the brain. And the heart actually sends more information to the brain than the brain sends to the heart. The electromagnetic field seems to collect information out in the world and bring it back into the body. And along with sound, focusing on the heart can really help to find uh, that place inside that isn't thinking, that isn't constantly analyzing. And combining the heart uh, visualizations mm -hmm. with the sound is very powerful indeed at helping people really get past their day-to-day -day concerns and worries that seem to get in the way when we try to meditate. I'm wondering also about if there's anything in nature that could replicate the same kind of sounds. I know there's a lot of therapies that people do going into nature, listening to, to nature. Uh, I wonder to what extent that matches the beats of the recordings. And another question I had is, because if you simply you know, type in on, on the internet uh, these, these beats, you get a whole list of channels and different sources. So I'm wondering how to assess sort of the quality of these sounds and whether it's legitimate or not, you know, from the scale of nature to what you're providing to all this stuff you could just find randomly on the internet. Okay, well, nature is a beautiful thing indeed. And uh, yes, I'm sure there are sounds in nature that, that kind of come to these. We found it uh, come to this kind of binaural beat quality. Mostly we found it in instruments made by man, even if they're, you know, thousands of years old, like the didgeridoo is, some say up to 40,000 years old, and it can produce binaural beats. Uh, but the way we try to tap into nature is find frequencies that you find in nature. Everything in uh, music is really math. Music is made of numbers, and numbers also are found out in nature. The Fibonacci sequence, the golden mean, to, to be very specific, is a fascinating number that uh, has always been something we'd like to harness in our music. We think we have found ways to do that on a product we're working on now called Primordial Mind. It will likely be out in the coming months available to the public, but we think we finally found a way to harness some of those Fibonacci 
numbers in powerful ways because I feel if our brains can listen to numbers that turn into music that are found in nature, it's a more natural way for us to connect with that greater part of our world. And speaking of what kind of makes ours different, you're correct. There are countless binaural beats out there. They've been produced since the 1970s. It hasn't stopped. More and more people keep producing them. So how do you know really what's different between them? Well, I can tell you that sacred acoustics recordings are not just simply binaural beats, what I described with, say, 100 hertz in one ear, 104 in another. You can find lots of those uh, on apps that are available where you can build your own, kind of throw in a 4 hertz and maybe some water for the background or some nice rain, uh, ocean surf. Uh, but ours are created with much more complex formulas. We actually have dozens of layers of sounds going on in each recording. And every single frequency we include is harmonic with every other frequency. A lot of binaural beat producers come from more an engineering type of background. Mm -hmm. And uh, of course, we're no exception. Our audio engineer is a mechanical and electrical engineer. We're not musicians as it happens. But we learn some musical principles. And fortunately for us, our audio engineer's wife is a musician, and she's been able to guide us. But the, the good thing about not being musicians is that we're not stuck in the boxes of, of particular music theory that different people have learned and developed over the years. We're able to really step outside of the box and mm -hmm. take a fresh look at how different mathematical formulas can be used to create music in fascinating ways. And so every single sound effect, every single uh, voice, everything we put into, especially our most recent recordings, is one amazingly harmonic uh, composition. So really, I can't compare us to others because I'm sure other people have created their own techniques. We actually include monaural beats with our binaural beats in a form that we've uh, decided to call neural helix, which is just a, a term we trademarked to make sure that people realized it was our particular formula and not just general binaural beats that uh, achieve the kind of effects that we often claim. And so, so we, we should search for monaural beats and binaural beats? Like that's the best way to find uh, the better quality? That's what I understand? Well, it, it, it's not just a matter of searching binaural beats or monaural beats. Yes, if you search binaural beats, as was said previously, you'll get countless... The best, really the best way to evaluate the quality is listen. Lots of people have tons of explanation. We're no exception where we try to explain with words what's different about mm -hmm. our recordings. Other people do the same and make all kinds of claims. Really, the, the, the best way to know is to listen. And so hopefully most binaural beat producers have provided free uh, samples for people to listen to. And... Uh, people are going to have different opinions. Lots of people tell us that our recordings are more effective than other binaural beat, but I can't imagine that that would be the case for every person on the planet. Yeah. I would never make that kind of claim. But it's still, it's still great that you are, are actually having this opportunity, right? So that, I mean, it, it, I think that I agree there are several, many music and everybody has its own, but uh, you know, what you do is also a, a good part that maybe a lot of people will find it very, very, very valuable, right? And that's actually a, a good thing. I remember I, I, I played in the conservatory, so I'm a bassoonist. I was playing the bassoon. And those, and I, I agree, like playing classic music is 
brings you into this kind of mindset where you you have only to follow the notes and if you don't have uh, you know music musical sheet in front of you you're not able to understand what what to play but when you close your eyes and you are alone with your instrument then actually you enter in a total different wave and you just focus only on the notes and it's a completely there is a journey inside the, the notes a completely different experience so uh, if you don't have a musical instrument guys just buy one and try to play whatever and just go on the the you know it, it becomes like from the heart to the instrument instead of from the brain and it's quite interesting uh karen i, I wanted to know your uh your experience like your your day how, how do you practice during the day how does it work with you and your you know mindfulness how how is it well i've gotten to the point where i really try to be mindful in every moment um i do take time to practice each day just find a Find a quiet time to to really just settle. It, mm -hmm. It's it's really just becoming present in the moment where I stop thinking, where I stop having rambling thoughts go by. Well, while this was challenging at first, the sound technology trained me. Uh, I constant I used to practice constantly on a daily basis, up to a couple hours a day, listening to these tones, and they served as very useful training wheels. It is. It is rather simple now to get into states just by using my intention and my awareness. And so it's really become a very integrated part of every moment of my day when I can focus on each activity that I participate in as if it's the most important thing I'm doing. And it really is because each moment of the day is an opportunity to be present. I love the name of your show because Presence is absolutely the uh, best thing any of us can do. The beautiful thing is, is each of us are, not only do we hear and appreciate music and sound in different ways, we are actually different beings. Not only are our brains different, our vibrations are different. And when we can sit mm -hmm. and be more of that unique aspect, we're helping the entire world, the collective consciousness, find that peace within. We're not just doing this alone when each of us decides to make this commitment to becoming more of who we really are. We're helping everyone on the planet. Yeah. Excellent words. Any uh, tips or tricks for our listeners to get started? Uh, anything that you want to share with us if you, if you only had a minute to uh, express it? Well, if you're an absolute beginner, these tones can help you get started in remarkable ways. But if you're already an experienced meditator, many people tell us that when they already have that level of experience, our sounds help them to go even deeper and to have experiences that they really hadn't had before. They're almost more prepared than a beginner, but all of us can benefit from finding ways with or without the sound to getting quiet inside and getting... Uh, more in touch with that inner essence. And we will do a, a, a mindful minute uh, so that, uh, you know, from maybe one of your, Karen, your samples, if you can give us one minute, we will be glad to put it in the present show so that everybody can uh, listen to, you know, uh, our, uh, on, uh, get an opportunity to have a mindful minute with, uh, with your sounds and your music. So now we're going to play for you just a brief sample of our sounds. I invite you to just sit back wherever you are, close your eyes, and just let the sounds 
come over you. Thank you so much for sharing, Karen. Uh, that was a very interesting uh, new dimension of mindfulness that I encourage everyone, right, not only to, to try, but also to think about right, the opportunity to experiment. Um, Pat, do you have any additional final question? I think it's uh, amazing, the, the power of sound, of not only uh, hearing things, but actually trying to listen and how it can make your mindfulness even stronger. It can make you more present, more aware, and benefit you in, in all aspects of life. And I know it's been around for some time, but the research, it's getting deeper and deeper in this field. And I'm mm -hmm. sure that it's going to be more and more used within medicine, within different sciences. And I'm very happy to have you on the show, Karen. And, and thanks for sharing everything. Well, thank you thank so you. much. Thank you for inviting me. You're welcome.